Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. Today, uh, in the middle of the day, now that I come to think of it, Casey made a uh, salad that had some leftover rotisserie chicken and some um, fish-shaped smart nugget things. I don't know if they were actually fish or if it was impression fish. No, Casey's just shaking her head. What? They were nugs. Mine looked ship fit. <clears throat> Mine look fish shaped. Anyway, that's not here nor there. But it was a salad. And it was good. Um. Wow. Actually, we've had a lot of delicious things today. Pizza, banana bread. Mm. But this isn't only about the things that we eat. Uh, we also had Casey's mom's childhood college friend over to hang out, as he sometimes does. He rides around on a motorcycle. So every once in a while, there's this, uh, this guy that's in your town that you're like, what, really? He's here? This is a random place to be. Except we always weirdly lived like near one of the branches of the business he'd go to, or the nonprofit, which is funny to hear about. But I won't go into all those details here and now. Um, he recently quit, though, which is, I can't help but think, not coincidental. A lot of people are quitting lately. Nonprofit people, older people, people of all natures, all shapes and sizes, are quitting, resigning, and reevaluating their life. And I think that that's exciting, uh, especially if you ride around on a motorcycle. He actually just asked us if he could leave his motorcycle in our garage for the winter. And uh, we'll have to find some space. I have to find some space for that. I said to Casey, maybe if he teaches me to ride it. Um, anyway, I've been wearing my hair in braids. I just took my hat off, and it feels so cool on my forehead. Oh, my God. Um, man, what else is up? I watched, I mean, we've been talking for a long time. So it's hard for one of those days to talk for hours and then to podcast and be like, here, I'm going to talk about my day because really most of my day was spent talking and that would be kind of a meta thing, but we're talking mostly about the, uh, the environment and stuff like that, climate change and things. It's kind of funny because, and I guess I can say this much, is that it was an environmental nonprofit that this friend worked for and um, one that is known, like one of the big ones, and uh, that always kind of perplexed me. I was always like, really? I mean, oftentimes with these kinds of uh, people you meet, you're just like, really? You work at that place I've heard of? That's kind of crazy. Um, and to get the perspectives, the slightly different one, I wouldn't identify as anything. You guys know that. But I have been known to kind of identify as a conservationist because I have the credentials and uh, conservation is not the same as environmentalist. They do have a lot of overlap, but they're not the same thing. Conservation really means uh, animals. Specifically, environment means like maybe more. Um, and conservation is kind of the habitat, which is through the lens of animals. Anyway, I digress. And my interests really changed, adapted, and lie now more with energy which also coincides with environmentalism, but is a different objective in a way. I mean, it's all semantics in the end, but because of how people find their ways to these common goals, they oftentimes bring totally different um, perspectives to the table. And 
I don't know, it's wild to talk to people. Genuinely, you would think, generally, and genuinely, generally, you would think that people in nonprofits would have like very similar personalities. You know what I mean? You talk to someone whose thing is like kind of charity and you'd go like, okay, so you're into virtue signaling. You could be a leftist, you know, gen you know generally. Um, and because of the times that we live in, a lot of those generalizations have been either turned on their head or called into question in, in many regards. And I know I'm, gen I'm generalizing here. Um, but I don't know. One of the big things, like last time Scott came and we talked to him, uh, we got in like a fundamental disagreement about nuclear energy, where to me it's like that seems like the, a great solution to some energy needs. Um, and I guess from an environmental perspective, there is a school of thought that strongly disagrees. And I just would be surprised to find someone who has similar interests not agree on that thing. It would be like if you were a uh, avid Trekkie and you went to Comic-Con and you were talking to like a star Trekkie and they were like, no, we're not the same. <laughs> There's nuance, you know what I mean? Or how I imagine theologians feel because they all generally agree in mumbo jumbo, um, but find somewhere ground um, between them. I don't know. So, Nuclear, and then today, man, as always, like the Elon Musk thing comes up with uh, a lot of leftists lately, a lot of older leftists, I think, and younger girl leftists, I'd imagine, but there's a lot of people that like hate Elon Musk, and uh, I think that's always like crazy because I, I make a point to say like this is a stranger. I don't know this person, and I'm not qualified to speak on their uh, character. But I have no interest in taking their money, first and foremost. And I'm not, I don't think it's money. And then the term of wealth as opposed to money is brought up. And I'm just like, okay. I don't know. Like, I think that's an interesting one. Um, if you guys can fill in the blanks, right? It's like, why am I always having to come to the fence of Elon Musk? I, I think that that's a particularly titillating Billionaire, I don't know why, like pick a worse billionaire. It, it, but for some reason, it seems that the resentment of leftist people always is directed proportionally at the person with the most zeros behind their net wealth, as if they're all equal and the zeros is what makes them evil. And I disagree. I disagree. I think there's a lot more nuance to everything. And um, anyway... Not all zeros are made equal, you know what I'm saying? There's probably billionaires that have made their money in um, undeniably evil ways. Murder, I'm even sure. There's murderers out there. Um, so look into them. Whine about those people, you know? Don't make me have to draw lines in the sand around individuals that are individuals, right? Precisely because they are individuals. And the environmental thing, I just think like, because environmentalism and leftist politics are so intertwined, leftist politics, other agendas will throw the most successful environmentalists under the bus. And um, that's cannibalizing, ultimately, is what I think. 
So, and we had other good conversation. That was only a big, that was only a little part of it. That was maybe the main interest. If someone ever is like, hey, you like conservation, you just talked to an environmentalist, what was the summary? I guess it's that. I mean, there seems to be a big thing about like still racial politics and inequity for colored people. They seem to need to be coming out even more on top through environmentalism somehow. And um, that's the writing on the wall, in my opinion. But for what? I don't know. It'll all, it'll all be fine. It's just like that's not the point to me. It's everyone's environment, regardless of color and history. We also talked about generational divides a lot, generational gaps. I watched a video about that earlier that was like, talking about how Americans like to center the world around their unique or not so unique experience. And that's where that generalization comes from of like boomers and other generations. <laughs> that there's like boomers and Gen X and like millennials and everything. And that's uniquely American. Like other countries didn't have the same generation booms, divides and defining moments and periods um and i watched a video that was like users responding to a video about that talking about their perspective countries and how um they have different generation gaps south africa they were like yeah if you're born after apartheid you're a born it's like called born true or something it's like born true born pure born free you're born free is how it is. And if you were born before then, you weren't born free. Or maybe you were born part free is like another way they put it. And um, I don't know. Like, yeah, there is more cause in my mind for generational resentment than there is racial resentment. Like, that's more of the issue. Happens to be that the waters have been muddied because the older generation of people here generally were also more racist. You know what I mean? Generally. And I can see the nuance and not call all old people racists, but uh, that's also not the hill I'm dying on. But I do think that older people, regardless of their race, are <laughs> generally more to blame for environmental issues by virtue of just having been around longer also, longer in time with worse technologies. So, how do you rectify that? And, uh, yeah, near the end of the conversation, I was just like, I know who to point fingers at, specifically. You could sit someone down at, in front of me, and I would know exactly whether or not they were to blame for the environmental issues that we're facing, based on their attitude and their actions. Um, I wouldn't want the same responsibility maybe for everybody, but I think generally I could do it. And um, maybe with race less so, right? If you're like, tell me who's racist, like I'd probably be pretty biased, um, but I wouldn't want that responsibility. And I think the difference there is that one of them's easier to attribute blame than the other. One is a thought crime most of the time and not of consequence. The other one is totally real and my big bugaboo, so I'm super sensitive towards it, and I could uh, condemn people or not. 
I could go like, yeah, that person's an extra polluter. That person's relatively not a polluter. It'd be pretty simple when you got to like third world countries. You know what I mean? Because you'd just be like, yeah, most of these people are in the clear. They have a clear conscience. They've been exploited, if anything. Not based on race. Honestly, if you were to look at like probably parts of Europe are probably pretty good. And they're white. Parts of Africa are probably the best and they're black. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Nothing at all. That's the answer there, guys. Hey, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. I know this has been a weird rambly one, but it, it's always one of those weird rambly nights. Again, when you get people together who sometimes get surprised when they don't disagree. When they don't agree. That surprisal can fuel dis-embodied? Dis- huh. What's the word for it? Disheveled? No. It's dis-something conversation where it's like all over the place. You're like, what are we talking about? There's some crux of it here. It's dialectics for sure, but I don't know what we're exactly getting at here. Are you mad at me? Mad at some other guy? Or are you mad at yourself? Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Please come again tomorrow.